All right, we're at the MGM Grand. We're still at the MGM Grand. Uh, just spoke to John Morgan, Mr. Shamak Lassandu. What's in happening? Building. How you doing, Simon? I'm good, man. I'm good. Um, first off, it's great that you've actually uh, been able to get over and actually be a part of these events. Yeah. I was talking to John, working for the um, the behemoth that is MMA Junkie. Mm. You managed to increase your staffing by 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 one significant member, and you managed to get into the media day, which, yeah. is, which is real benefit. Yeah, fortunately, I mean, obviously, I wasn't uh, officially credentialed for this week, so I was kind of you know out here to do what I could and uh, enjoy the experience as best as I can, and just trying to you know get some coverage. Um, I, I hate to call it as a fan, um, but. Truth be told, we're all fans, you know, deep down anyway. So yeah, yeah. to get some coverage uh, outside of official media uh, obligations, mm. I suppose. But fortunately, you know, uh, the the upper management at MMA Junkie were able to have a, a few conversations with the UFC and were able to get an additional credential just for today, which really and truly was all I cared about, to be fair. It, today was Ultimate Media Day. Uh, we got access to um, the fighters who are competing on the tough finale card as well as UFC 194. Um, so all the marquee fighters were there. Um, we are able to get all the kind of questions that I wanted and speak to all the fighters I wanted to speak to. So, as always, all the non-time sensitive content is ready to rock and roll for the next couple of months. And, and now I can really and truly kind of enjoy the rest of the week and you know, keep providing coverage as I, as I normally do uh, from my perspective um, and, I'll, and I'll be there inside the arena um, not cage side but probably a few rows behind where uh, you'll be sitting right yeah and it's, I mean as, as, as British journalists there aren't many of us mm. and there's even less of us who have got who are, are privileged enough to have the access I mean we're, we're you know we're, we're in a very fortunate position aren't we yeah, and, yeah. and to be at events like this where this is a massive sporting event now. This isn't a, this isn't a little niche sideshow anymore, is it? No. This is this is big time, and you know we just need the UK media to wake up to it. And maybe in the next eighteen months we might see a change. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, maybe. Hopefully, I, I mean, I think I still think you know we had we had a Michael Bisping, uh, but obviously he's coming to kind of the, the end of his kind of. Uh, uh, his era, I suppose, at, at the top level. I think he's maybe got a couple of more years left in him. Um, it might take a Conor McGregor-esque figure uh, to galvanise um, the the UK uh, and England specifically, which then hopefully will have a knock-on effect and get you know, some of the big powerhouse media outlets to actually cover the sport, um, which aren't doing so at the moment. You know, the likes of Sky Sports, for example. Um, but obviously, you know, we are we're hearing some rumblings about you know them potentially uh, in in the running to take over the UK broadcasting rights for the UFC, which would be fantastic if that happens. Um, but Roman wasn't built in a day uh, and I think it'll take you know um, outlets I like the sun and the work that you're doing and obviously I'm really lucky and blessed to be you know working for MMA Junkie as a European correspondent um, and some of the others um, you know, our, our UK you know colleagues uh, who aren't here um, who are grafting away working really hard uh, covering the Europeans in as best as they can just keep plugging away keep doing it you know the fan base continues to grow and as that fan base continues to grow they're looking for outlets um, that are closer to home to, to reach out to and kind of you know get their, you know, their, their news from and that's where we should hopefully fit in absolutely and obviously there's 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 the graft involved i mean you know some people might think this is all a bit of a cushy number it's it's, it's pretty hard work, especially on a week i mean this is an unprecedented week to be fair there's there's a, there's a lot going on but when push comes to shove and you get to fight night and you sit down and you you fix fix your gaze on the octagon if you could pick one fight out of the entire week that that, that isn't aldo mcgregor which one fight is the one you're, you're really looking for? That's an easy answer. Wide and Rockhold. I mean, it's, it's very rare where you get you know the two absolute legitimate best of the best in the weight class fighting each other, um, still within their prime. You know, um, I still think Aldo's in his prime, so I consider the, the Aldo McGregor matchup to be fairly even. Uh, and Rockhold and you know uh, Weidman, absolutely 100% in their prime. Uh, you know, you call it what you want: East Coast versus West Coast, and 
Um, but we're, we're talking about Shake Shack versus Shake Shack Burger. versus In-N-Out Burger, <laughs> yeah. Five Guys versus Jack in the Box, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, uh, it was interesting though when I watched the, the feature-length embedded, um, which aired on the weekend in the US, and then it was later uploaded onto YouTube by the UFC. The first half an hour of that show was all dedicated to Aldo McGregor. And to be fair, when it comes to video content, any promotional video hyping up McGregor versus Aldo, I do have a bit of fatigue in watching it because I've already been sold on the fight. I don't, I don't need any more hype. You know, I'm already sold on that fight taking place. It's been built up for a year. But when the, in the last 10 minutes, when they started to kind of really show the background and build up the story between Rockhold and Weidman, that's what gave me goosebumps. That's what got my juices going. And that yeah. was like, wow, you know, I'm really kind of like, you know, geared up for it now. Yeah. And that, that hype and that promotion really kind of hit home for me. And I really can't wait to see that one. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree with you. The other one I'm really looking forward to is, is the Gunnar Nelson Damian Maia fight. Mm. Whether that fight goes to the floor or not remains to be seen. But if it does, that's just going to be fascinating. It could take you a few of those see- fights where you don't even see a single strike landed. You no, know what I mean? no. But I mean, you. you <laughs> You can almost imagine if the fight goes to the floor, everybody moving to the edge of their seat and sort of looking, looking at screens. Or everyone up at the screens because yeah. you know when a fight goes to the mat and you're up, you know you're up in the bleachers. Sometimes you don't get that great a view of yeah. sort of the the intricacies and the nuances of what's going on on the ground. Absolutely. So all of a sudden, you know, most people might be watching that one on TV, even in the arena. They so might have a better view than we would inside the arena. Who knows? Quite possibly. Yeah. Quite possibly. But it's going to be a fantastic, fantastic week. We've got two two more fight night events before we even get to that one. And, yeah. Uh, but it's back going to, to back to back. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be busy. It's going to be good fun. And uh, yeah, it's great to be here covering it, man. Absolutely, likewise. And, and uh, London in February. Yeah, I can't wait for London. London uh, in February. The UFC comes comes home to England. Uh, sold it. out already. Yeah. Uh, Fourteen thousand plus. Uh, tickets sold without an official main event and I think that says yeah. a lot about the appetite uh, the UK fans and the English fans specifically have uh, for the UFC and I think it's one of those cases where you know call it what you want but the UFC brand uh, especially in England uh, is, is very powerful where you can you know announce a couple of fights don't need to announce a main event mm. and you can still sell out the O2 Arena that says a lot about the, the UFC's brand uh, exposure uh, in, in England absolutely and you, you'd like to think we might get one or two announcements more between now and now and Christmas just to build the excitement and you know I've heard I've not heard rumblings I have a theory about the main event um, there's a few rumours going around there's, I mean, the, the big one is obviously Hector Lombard versus Rory McDonald that's the big rumour that, that's going around and I think somebody tweeted a fan I tweeted Hector Lombard like, are you fighting Rory McDonald in the main event of London and his reply to that was thumbs up Oh well, there an you emo- go. An emoji thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. You've, it's uh, well, if if that is the fight, and as you know, the rumblings are the rumblings are that that, that might be, then that's a that's a cracker of a main Absolutely. event. Absolutely, I'll take that all day long in England. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be a great event. The lights in the arena are currently pulsing in a slightly uh, slightly weird yeah, way. We're about out. to be thrown out of the building. The man's looking at me, uh, telling me to wind it up. So we're going to wind it up. We'll say to for now, and uh, we'll bring you a bit more of this as as we build up to the uh, Thursday's UFC fight night down at the uh, the Cosmopolitan that will be tomorrow